And now for something completely different. A radio show about books. Didn't think it through at all. Inconceivable! <laughs> yes, the show's serious. That's totally a thing. Thank you. Tarzan of the Apes. Brought to you from out the pages of Edgar Rice Burroughs' immortal book. Oh, wow. In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and been widely regarded as a bad move. And now for your host, Daniel Thompson, a completely underqualified buffoon who has no idea why he's here in the first place. And all were amazed and said, this guy is really good. Do you do children's parties? <laughs> freedom, freedom. They can take our lands, but they can't take our freedom. I'm sorry. I'm off of finals. I actually haven't seen Braveheart, so I feel bad referencing it. But yes, finals are over, everybody, and I feel so good. Life is good right now. Life is really good right now. Welcome to the Very Serious Writing Show, where I no longer have college. That means I have more time to spend with you all, which is a lovely thing. I enjoy spending time with you all. Y'all are great. Boom shakalaka. We got J.L. Knight in studio today. She is an independently published author of Christian fantasy. And that's a great thing because, you know, that's the type of thing that you all write predominantly. I'm pretty familiar with y'all's stuff and y'all write lots of this. So she's essentially in the pocket homeschool graduate, just a cool person in general, and y'all requested her. You can send in your people requests on thatguyofthehat.com. I've got a hangout section. You can send in requests, and I'll bring your people on. This is the second person y'all requested that I brought on. Look at that. Boom shakalaka. I'm saying that a lot. I don't know why. Probably filler. Anyway, guys, JL Knight, very serious writing show. Welcome back. No more finals. It's a good day to be alive. You're here because we want the best, and you're it. Nope, couldn't keep a straight face. I am no man. Hello. Hello. Hey, Jay, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. My name's Daniel. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. What have you been up to today? I have been formatting my newest book all day. Oh, formatting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got 10 days, and today was the deadline that I had to get the Kindle formatted and uploaded. Yeah? How, how is Kindle formatting? I've heard that it can be a little bit tricky. Um, actually, for me, the Kindle formatting is easy. It's just time-consuming. It's the paperback that always gives me trouble. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you self-publish things, I guess, then, right? Yes, yes. I'm independently published. Nice. How are you liking that? Oh, I love it. I I don't think I would do anything different if I had the choice. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Um, I just like having all the control, and while well, royalties are a bit better, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I, I would guess so. Yeah, so it takes a lot of work. It's a full-time job for me, but I really enjoy doing it all. So you do work full-time doing writing? Yes. Oh, hey, that's nice. Yeah, I, I do have a jewelry making business on the side, which could also be full time the amount of work I put into it. But oh yeah, <laughs> the I, two, yeah. 
Is that the stuff I saw? I was I stalked your Etsy shop. Is that yes. is that the stuff I saw in that? Yep. Oh, that's really cute. It's good stuff you have there. Thank you. Yeah, it's kind of they both are pretty much equal income for me, and that really helps me bit to be able to work at home like that. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would assume so. Yeah. <laughs> for for sure. Does the jewelry correspond to any of your book stuff? Yes, I do have some jewelry that is based on my books. That's kind of how I started the shop, and then I branched out into other fandoms. Oh, that's cool. Like, what other fandoms do you hit? Um, Ranger's Apprentice is a big one. Yeah? Cause, you know, I yeah. haven't read those yet. I read them a few years ago. I had been putting it off for a long time, and then I read them and fell in love with them, so. Okay, I'm going to have to give them a try at some point. I, my list, yeah. my my list of books to read is just is way too long. It's way yeah, too me long. Too. <laughs> I keep falling back into like authors who just take their series far too long. <laughs> yeah. Like like I told myself I was done with the Ender's Game series. I read I read the full Ender Quartet. And I'm like I'm done, and now I'm stuck in the Bean cycle. So. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read those yet. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> not, not to add another one to your list, but oh, yeah. they're so good. I think I usually stick to, like, the medieval fantasy is, like, what I love. Yeah, what's good in medieval fantasy right now, besides Ranger's Apprentice? Oh, I love R.J. Larson's books. It's kind of like Old Testament fantasy. Yeah? Yeah, they're a big favorite of mine. I'll and then I just started reading um, Brandon Sanderson books, so... <laughs> Brandon Sanderson, what are some of his titles? I mean to Google um, these. <laughs> uh, let's see... He's got a couple, I think, well, a few different series. And I just read the first two books of the Stormlight Archive. Okay. And they're giant. They're like six, seven hundred pages long. Dang, this guy just has series after series. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's, that's, that's a that's commitment. That's one you probably don't want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tuck this one away and come back to it, you know, when I'm not in college. That's... Yeah. Because he's only got two books out, and he's probably, I think he's planning like 10 of them for the series, so... Oh, good heavens. Yeah, I'll probably be in my 60s before he's done. <laughs> it is so annoying when an author like jumps on a book series, and they're like, this is going to be a 14-book series, and then they publish two, and then they go on to other projects and put it off forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I try to have most of mine written before I publish the first one. Oh, yeah? yeah. So how many books are in this, I'm, I'm going to butcher the name, the Ilion Chronicles? That's right. I got it right. Um, yep. There's going to be six books, and then there's two novellas that kind of popped up in there. Okay, so do you have them all written? I have all of them, but the very last book. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm working on. And you said you're formatting the ebook for a... Uh, the third book. For the third book, and I, so I assume yep. that one's, that one's going to be popping up pretty quick? Yep, May 13th is the release day. Hey, nice. Congrats. You, Thank you. you, you're getting close. <laughs> you're 11 <Yeah>. days out. <laughs> I'm in a, I'm a little bit of an, in a slight deadline-induced panic, but. <laughs> I feel ya. I don't. Sadly, I have no books coming out, but I have a business statistics final, and so. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of. That would probably feel about the same. <laughs> <laughs> I think you probably got a little bit more pressure, but you, you never know. <laughs> you never know with stats. Not yeah. to ask the question that like all your relatives have probably asked you. You do you do the college thing? Nope, I never went to college. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just... I watched my brother do it, and I'm like, no. <laughs> no, just no. 
Who, yeah. who needs that? It's... I'm doing okay as it is. So. <laughs> now, you were homeschooled, right? That's what your website said. Yes. Um, how long have you been graduated? Um, uh, almost 10 years. I'm 27, so... Okay, yeah, you've been... Yeah, almost 10 years. <laughs> very, very fun. Very fun. Did you write while you were... How, how long have you been writing? I guess, I guess it's a better way to ask that. I started writing when I was eight, and I published my first book when I was 18. That oh, was nice. under a yeah, different pen name, though. <laughs> different pen name. Yeah. I, I'm assuming JL Knight is a pen name. I mean, it's yes. cool. It is, it is a cool name, but yeah. <laughs> not not the most subtle pen name in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, yeah. But hey, it's cool. It's cool it's stuff. Got a, it's got a fun story behind it, too, so. Yeah, what's the story? It came to me when I was watching the G.I. Joe movie with my brothers oh and my. the Lady J character. <laughs> and I was like, that's a really cool way to spell that name. And that night I just sort of was playing with names and I thought it would be a cool character name. But mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm like, hey, this would be a cool pen name. And it stuck. So. And now it's yours. Bada boom, bada yep. bing. That's, yep. <laughs> that's kind of how it happens. So how long have you been exactly. working... How long have you been working the Ilion series? I think it's been four years now, probably. I think four years this month. Hey, very cool. So you, yeah. you, you've, you've been in this one for a while. Yes. Long time. <laughs> is that is that the sound of fatigue? A little bit. I'm getting excited to finish. I mean, I know I'm going to miss it like crazy, but I have so many other story ideas that it's kind of like I want to get to them. Yeah. Yeah, that's always the thing. It's like you... you I, my problem is I keep coming out the plot bunnies they just keep coming yeah they, they well, just keep coming yeah this series started out as three books so mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that Ooh. goes <laughs> <laughs> well hey at least they, your, your plot bunnies have been in series that, yeah <laughs> that's, that's convenient it's uber yeah. convenient yeah, most of my plot bunnies come when people fall in love without my say-so, and then I have to kind of tell their story. <laughs> oh, all those annoying people who fall in love. It's no good. <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah, that's the one of the extra novellas. That's how that happened. You have you have an entire novella devoted just to that? Basically. That's special. It was supposed to be a short story, <laughs> but it just kept growing. <laughs> that's how it happens. That's that's how it happens. I don't know. I I have... was... Go ahead. I have a problem writing short things. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, I need to write all the things. Because I mean, yep. you, you want you want to be able to have the character development and all the good moments in there. And by the time you're yeah. done, it's just like it's one hundred fifty thousand words. And yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's that's how it happens. That's how it yeah. happens. Hey, your website's really cool. Just thought Thanks. you should know. You you have a very nicely designed website. Did you make it yourself? Yes. Bravo. <laughs> Thanks. Very. I yeah, I enjoy working with Photoshop a lot, so Yeah. Yeah. Someday Thankfully. <laughs> someday, Thankfully I can do that. Someday I'll learn how to website. The people who yeah. follow this this podcast, they know my website needs serious repair. Serious <laughs> repair. But yeah. that's that's just a thing. Yeah, your jewelry stuff is is really cool. I I dig it, and yeah, you're on a ton of social medias. Yeah. You you do you do lots of them. Yeah, I I try to get out there as much as possible. 
you got to do that when you're self-publishing. You really yeah. have to, and even when you're published these days, it seems like it's really hard to 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 reach the audience. Oh yeah. Yep. How have you found? Keeping, go ahead. Was, I was keeping up with it is the trouble now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Right. How do you keep up with your, your people for the most part? What's your favorite way? Um, I do a lot on Goodreads. I have a group on Goodreads. Goodreads. Yay. <laughs> so I have a group on there. Basically, like their official name is the Goodreads Girls. So. <laughs> hey, there you go. I have a lot of co uh, contact with them on Goodreads. So. That's great. I haven't been in a Goodreads group yet. I need to try that, I guess. Yeah, it's fun. We got some... Yeah, I think the probably the most the biggest thread I have on right now is probably the official fangirl asylum. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> it involves a lot of glitter and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> glitter and dragon. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how it goes. Are you going to ride in anything other than fantasy, or is fantasy your pocket? Uh, that I think I'm going to stick with fantasy. I started out writing historical. Ah, same. Yeah. I love fantasy, so I might do like. I like to do fantasy that has a historical feel to it, so I kind of yeah. have the best of both. Well, I mean, it's it's really... Uh, historical is fun. It's just instead of making the things, you're researching the things. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love doing historical when I was in. Did you do historical medieval, or were you in other... Pirates. Pirates! Yes. Yes! <laughs> Pirates. Oh, that's fun. That's way fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy that time period. I kind of reenact that time period, so... Hmm. That's, that's a homeschool thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can relate to that. I can relate yeah, to I... that. So what about <laughs> fantasy? Just why, why is that your thing? I just... I love world building. And all, like, the different creatures, like dragons and the different cultures. That was one of the, my favorite parts of Ilion Chronicles was I have, like, five different cultures. Sweet. And... It was really fun to just take inspiration from different historical cultures and put it all together. Yeah, no, it's it's a ton of fun. Um, I love I love the different possibilities you have there just to, to create the different cultures and things. It is it is really, really cool. Do you do a lot of that in the Ilion Chronicles? You just you focus in on the cultural yeah. aspect? Yeah, I know. Uh, it was shortly when I first like discovered Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> huge time waster but uh that really helped because i had the boards that i pinned inspiration to for the different cultures that really helped kind of flesh them out yeah using pinterest board i've heard of people doing that has that worked for you then yeah very well i need i need to try that <laughs> yeah, you can kind of get sucked into it <laughs> i'm looking at your pinterest right now i'm going through you have a lot wow <laughs> you have you have boards for your characters and boards for your locations and yep yeah. yeah, I'm I'm big on visual inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did you... When I write, I really... I get the mental image really, really strongly when I when mm -hmm. I write. And, I, and that's probably one of the reasons I do as much film stuff as I do, is I like seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, Pinterest. Oh, oh, not sure if I have time <laughs> for Pinterest. <laughs> I know. Oh, goodness. Oh, it's goodness. There great tool for procrastination. A great tool for procrastination. Well, hey. <laughs> if your if your objective is procrastination, that's, that's what you need to do. I've been researching procrastination actually here recently. Oh, they're, really? Yeah, they're talking they're talking about like there's two different types of people. You have the procrastinators and the precrastinators. 
And the procrastinators wow. are the people who just can't do anything until it's absolutely they absolutely have to. And the precrastinators are the ones who just can't let it sit. They stress yeah. out. They let it sit. Yeah. And yeah. I I am a dead. I'm not sure where I fall. I'm not sure where I fall. Are you are you? Yeah. Pretty, uh, yeah, I don't know which one either. <laughs> Probably depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for used to, I would like I'd blaze through college assignments. I'd just be bam, 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 and now I'm just like, eh, no, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have days where I'm like, no, I just, I just don't feel like writing today, so I just waste my time trying to tell myself I should write, but don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, that's, you gotta do what you gotta do. What's your writing regiment like? Like, what, what's a day of writing for you look like? Oh, lately, not so good because I've had a lot going on. But ideally, I like to write, like, in the morning. Yeah. First thing in the morning. And try to get as much done as possible. And then, because then I have, like, the jewelry I have to do in the afternoon. But mm, okay. my schedule's been kind of messed up lately, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, just I mean... fitting it in where I can. Yeah, no, I understand that. You got a book coming out, and that's that's got to throw everything off. Yeah, plus it happened right when my brother just bought a house, so I've been helping him gut it, so... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Life just seems, like, dedicated to getting rid of Poor writing timing. time. Yes, <laughs> Poor timing, but specifically yeah. to kill off writing time. Uh-huh. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have... Part of a plan. What percentage of a plan do you have? You don't get to ask questions. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. Okay, guys, so another idea. I've been wondering about this, because, like, Goran Corman said the dialogue wasn't supposed to be, like, real life. He said it was supposed to be, like, a depiction of real life. And, and that bothers me on some deep psychological level. As I told I I don't know who I was telling, but, like, my people talk great all the time, and I feel like dialogue can be natural. Can, can it not? Is there no way to like have dialogue that's accurate? And, or does, does it always have to be like a depiction of it? Like, do we always have to change it to like fit prose better? Or can we have like literal normal dialogue like normal people talk like? Will, will people stand for that? I mean, I, I honestly think you have to have it for movies. Like for screenplays, when I'm writing a screenplay, I'd like accuracy has to be a thing. It has to sound normal. But does it have to be the opposite for books? I don't know. I'm willing, I think we need to call this into question. I think we need to question our assumption on this one, guys. Like, I want us to go and try this. I'm going to try it. I've got my dystopia land sitting open, and I'm going to go and try it a bit and see what happens. I want you all to try it. Let me know what you think. Experiment with some like realistic dialogue. Pay attention to some conversations you have with people. Write down exactly like word for word what they're saying and get back to me on this because I think this is an assumption that we should challenge here real quick. And maybe maybe it's totally valid. Maybe it's totally valid, but I just want us to check and see because I think like normal conversations are great and intrinsically interesting because they are driven by people. The motivations are all there. All the pieces of the puzzle that the characters have should be there, right? So, I don't see why we couldn't use that. Anyway, this is just me babbling on. But you all go try it. I'm going to try it. Get back to me on thatguywithahead.com because this is what we're talking about. Okay? Misa out. 12%?
<laughs> it's a fake laugh. It's real. Totally fake. That is the most real, authentic, hysterical laugh of my entire life. So, do you release yeah. the books yearly, or how do you how do you how have you gone about? Um, so far it has been yearly. Yeah. Does um, that work pretty well for you? Yeah, that's kind of what I shoot for. I may be hoping to get the next one out a little sooner, except that's what I said about this one, and it didn't happen. So. Mm. I usually say about a year in between each book. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's a good, good, even way to space things out. That's usually how long it takes me to edit it and get it to my beta readers, and then apply all that. So you use beta readers? Yeah, you have those people. I've heard yeah, lots I've, of good things about uh, doing going through a beta reading process. Yeah, I've got a group of about twelve on average, and I my books wouldn't be what they are without them. That's really cool. Are they people you know or are they people that you don't know? Um, yeah, they're people, they're friends, writer friends I've made over the years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And a couple of them are kind of editors, freelance editors, so I kind of, that really helps because they are really thorough. Yeah, for sure. That that is That would be a great system. It's important to have that community there. It really is. I mean, if you're in a publishing company... You have a bit of a community, or at least you can. Certain companies do, like the Enclave Publishing Group. You heard? You hear? Yeah. You know about Enclave? Yes. Yeah, those people are pretty chill. They have a pretty good community. But if you're out on your own, I mean, your community is what you build. Yeah, I'm. I'm very thankful for the beta readers I have. Mm -hmm. They make all the difference. Yeah, and you also have a, a street team that you that you use that who yeah. help you help you out get get things rolling. Yeah. Yep, that's that's been a big thing too, helping spread the word. That's uh, maybe this is just because I'm a marketing major, but that just sounds like fun to me. To, to yeah, yeah, it's fun because I you know I send them like exclusive sneak peeks and stuff, so it's kind of fun to get like early feedback. Yeah, you just you get in there and you you. You get you get people to reading it, and that's it's really encouraging when people have a chance to to get in there and look at it, especially since if you've been working on it yeah. for forever. Yeah, it's encouraging and terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens. It's. It, I don't think that's ever gonna go away from me. No matter how many books I do, every one I put out, I'm like, oh, is this good enough? I'm scared. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, with any sort of art, it's it's always it's always that question of: Are people going to like it? Are they going to accept? Yeah. Is this going to be a thing for them? Yeah. And Plus, what, there's so. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, what what freaks me out is when people become fans and they suddenly their expectations are really high. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> it is. It's yeah, it's quite a quite an interesting journey to go on. Mm-hmm. The publication journey, and then just besides just the journey of writing the book, that one's harrowing enough. Yeah. Just as it stands. So, anyone who does it is really inspiration. It's really cool to to see, you know, how you've been able to get out there and do the self-publishing thing because the self-publishing doesn't work for a lot of people. Yeah, it it took a long time. Like my first books under my well pen name Molly Evangeline, mm -hmm. they're they weren't so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say that right now, but. I learned a lot doing them, and so then when I changed my pen name, it was kind of like I was starting and knowing what I was doing, so that really helped. Yeah, that would. I guess that is a good thing about using a pen name. 
you can switch them out if something goes horribly yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, you can start out with a clean slate when you actually know what you're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, do you publish through? Do you do Amazon or Lulu? How do you? Uh, how logistically? Oh, what do, do you use? Um, Amazon's Create Space. How is that? Um, it's been really good for me. I've, I've been really happy. I was looking into it and I was curious what what people who use it thought. I haven't had anyone who's used it yet, so. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with their quality and just I mean, you basically like for me since I do all my own formatting and stuff, I don't have to pay anything. Mm. So it's you know it's nice not to have to pay for those services that some other printers have. Yeah. So and it goes right onto Amazon. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. And now, do you do you have an editor that you work with, or is it just beta readers? Um, my beta readers are like my main editing, and mm -hmm. then when I'm all finished, I send it to a proofreader right before it's ready to be okay. published. So you're keeping your costs way down beforehand, yeah. which is yep. excellent. That's that's yeah. a really that's a really excellent way of doing things. Who are some of your inspirations in your writing? Like, do you have anyone uh, you point to and you're like, yes, that person? Tolkien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I would be writing fantasy if not for Tolkien. It's really, yeah, it's really easy to point to him and be like, yeah, that guy. But he's been the inspiration for so many of us. Yeah. And it's funny. It was, I never was really into fantasy, but then we were on a family trip when I was 13, and we heard about Lord of the Rings, and it's the... The VHS had just come out, <laughs> and we had a little portable TV with us with a VCR, and we just bought it and watched it, and I fell in love with Middle Earth after that. And the movies are so good. Like, normally movie adaptations are subpar, but really, the Lord of the Rings movies are so good. Oh, I love the movies. They hold a very special place in my heart. Yeah, me too. That was a huge part of my teen years. Now, fantasy seems to be split. Now, maybe I'm whack here, but this is why I feel like. I feel like it's split between, like, the Narnias and the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, I see that. Uh, do you think there's another type that we'll, we'll get to eventually? Is there, another, is there another archetype that we need to be looking for in fantasy? Or is it okay to work within these two genres set uh, up by these two titans? <laughs> I, I think there's other ones. Like, well, like Brandon Sanderson, I just, you know, read... It almost has a little bit of a sci-fi feel to it while still feeling like medieval fantasy. And okay. I think that's uh, another one that, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Is it steampunky? No. It, it's, it's really kind of hard to explain. <laughs> it's, hmm. just, it's, it was, it's very different and unique, and I think that's why I loved it. Plus, the characters were amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, characters. Oh, yes. So are you, are you character first? You plot first? How's that character work for you? First. Character first. Yep. Yep. That's how Ilion Chronicles started. It was a character idea. Okay. So what was that idea? How tell me tell me kind of the story of Ilion. Um, I was reading Dragon Quest by Danita K. Paul. Mm, and yeah. It was the second second book, and it was the paragraph, like the final two paragraphs of a chapter where you found out one of the characters was half blooded. Hmm. And I don't know why that struck me, because I had written about, like, half-elves before. It wasn't, like, a big deal to me. But in this book, half-blooded people were, were frowned upon. 
Mm-hmm. So that sparked, well, what if I wrote about someone who was half-blooded and like despised by society? And that's how my main character, Jace, was born, and everything just grew around him. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, people seem to start with either their plot or their character. So, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm all concept for me. That's, yeah. that's where that's, I, I just love fun concepts, which is probably why I'm writing a dystopian comedy right now, but, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's fun. Oh, Jay, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. I'm looking forward to files being over so I can work on it this summer. Well, it's fun to mash up things people wouldn't expect. It is. Like, oh, it's... yeah, I want to. I want to write a fantasy western sometime. A fantasy western. Yeah. Oh, dang, that'd be great. Would it be? <laughs> would it be like fantasy creatures in a western setting, or like the western setting and like the fantasy? How? Which? Which crosses over into which? Uh, probably the fan or the western setting crossing into fantasy. <sighs> that's that's yeah. too cool. I would read yeah, that. Yeah, you've got. You know, guns and horses and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. That is so beautiful. Yeah, that's one of my ideas I've been playing with a little bit. You should do it. You should. That'd be, I would read it. I would so read. <laughs> I would read the heck out of that. Yeah, my problem is I never know what I'm going to write next. One story just demands to be written, so. <laughs> it happens. And have having the ability to run with it and to have the commitment to to carry it through. I mean, this is what that's what this is about, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think by the yeah, I'm going to have quite a large variety of fantasy, I think. I don't think it's going to be stuck on like one thing. Oh yeah. No. Can't can't just leave it on one thing. That's silly. Yeah. Can't no. For I sure. I kind of want want to do apocalyptic too. Apocalyptic fantasy. Oh. Oh. Oh yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love like apocalyptic worlds and the survival aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't really um, know that I loved it that much until I started watching like I Am Legend and World War Z. <laughs> oh, are you into the Are you the zombie person? I actually am. I that's a really weird. People who know me, I think that's a really weird. Mm-hmm. concept <laughs> but yes i started watching walking dead with my mom and <laughs> got really hooked on that so you know i hear it's good i i have no one to watch it with honestly so i mean it's yeah, kinda like, that you kind of need somebody to watch it with and at this point it's just too much of a commitment it's it's going too <laughs> long and it will never end <laughs> probably not <laughs> so it's like yeah uh, uh, no yeah but, that show has been known to destroy my emotions and <laughs> We each have that show. Mine's Doctor Who and Sherlock. Yeah, oh, I love Sherlock, too. Oh, Sherlock is so good. I know. And it's it's just, just please, more episodes, please. I know. <laughs> just give us more. Did you see The Abominable Bride? Yes, I did. Oh, that one was trippy. That one was trippy. <laughs> I know, um, I just I love the casting on there, too. So perfect. Everyone is so good. Yes. And now I'm now I'm just like watching for any time they pop up in anything else. I know. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh finally a release date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh you cast photos. <laughs> Thank you. Bless yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a sad little fandom, honestly. We're we're sad people. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
Not as sad as the Firefly people, but it's it's sad in its own way. Yeah, I know. I think when I told my brother there are only three episodes in a season, he's like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, at least you won't get completely sucked in. I mean, you can get sucked in, but you can't get sucked in so much that like it takes over your life. There's just not yeah. enough there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I watch a lot of TV shows, so I have a lot of TV shows taking over my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else should I be watching right now? Doctor Who's on hiatus. Sherlock's not there. I've been looking for a new one. What should I be watching? Oh, it depends on what you like. I know with my mom, I watch a lot of crime dramas. Okay. Blacklist is a big one we love. Oh, yeah? Blacklist good? I haven't tried yeah, it yet. I just that... tried House for the first time the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. That, uh, that's a commitment, too, though. Yeah, I've never, I haven't watched that. There's so many that you can choose from. It's kind of ridiculous. It is. It's, yeah, it's I, pretty crazy. I watched the, also watched the new Hawaii Five-O with my mom. <laughs> well, that's fun. We enjoyed that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's fun. It's, there's lots of good stuff. This is a good time for fandoms right now. Yeah. Well, and, like, I just get so much inspiration, too, from, like, shows and movies, so. Absolutely. I always consider spending time watching a movie to be research. <laughs> yes! Yes! Can we get, can we get like, a movement on this? <laughs> watching movies and TV shows is research. I know. I've always joked about, like, if I buy a movie that inspired my book, I'm like, oh, it, it could be a business expense. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> This technically research. <laughs> <laughs> any any way to hang in there on those tax forms, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel ya. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh goodness. So this is your first podcast interview, right? Yes, it is. Welcome to the wonderful world of podcasting. Well, thank you. I'm I'm glad you had me on. Oh, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, you were you were recommended to me by by one of my people. I asked them for recommendations, and your name came up. So you can you may thank them. That's always a crazy. Th- <laughs> yeah, whenever I something like that, just like wait, wait, I've I've arrived at this point. When did this happen? <laughs> well, I'm not saying that uh, now that you've been on the very serious writing show, you have arrived. <laughs> let Let's hope that this is not the highlight of your career. <laughs> let us hope. Yeah. <laughs> but. Anywho, hey, would you be interested, I know with the new book coming out and stuff, you're super busy, but would you be interested in doing a giveaway to one of the listeners? Sure. Cool. Cool. I'm always up for giveaways. Giveaways are fun. Giveaways are so much fun. I love giveaways. I love free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> free stuff is wonderful. So, do you want people to go sign up to your website? What, how do you want to do this? Um, I guess how whatever's easiest for people. <laughs> Yeah, well, how about we have them go sign up to your sign up to your blog? It's jlnight.com, and then they can get to the blog from there. Yes. Because you have one that's on Blogspot. Yes. You have, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So jlnight.com. Hit the email. What do you What do you want to give them? What's the free stuff? How about a paperback version of my new book when it comes out? Nice. Okay. That is excellent. Thank you so much, Jay. You're welcome. I, I really appreciate you being on. I've loved talking with you. This has been great fun. Yeah, it has been fun. Well, hey, you have good luck with your with your release coming up on the 13th. May 13th. What's the title of the book that's being released? I should have asked that. Uh, Samara's Peril. All right. And this is the third book in the Ilion yeah. Chronicles? 
Yep, it's right in the middle. This is kind of like it changes the whole series. All right. Well, hey, congratulations again on your upcoming release. Good luck with uh, with all the formatting and everything leading up to it. Hang in there. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you have I will. A, you have a great day. Thanks again. So I just got done watching this movie. This movie is called The Walk, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and directed by Robert Zemeckis. And I'm not going to necessarily recommend the film because I watched it on Clearplay and there's a bit of language. And there's one point where he kind of jumps around naked. But like, you don't see anything except his butt. Is that too awkward for the very serious writing show? Can I say that? Can I say butt? I'm not sure. I'll consult like the magical censorship fairies later and we'll figure it out anyway but like it's the most unnerving movie i've ever seen it's about the guy who tight walked like tightrope walked across the two towers the twin towers not the two towers from lord of the rings the twin towers in new york yeah those and it's like the most uncomfortable thing i've seen since earlier this year when i saw leonardo dicaprio get eaten by a bear it was so uncomfortable so uncomfortable like way worse than that moment when like Matt Damon had to sew himself back together in The Martian. That moment was bad too, but not near as bad as The Walk. So I want to recommend this horrible experience to you all too, because frankly, I don't want to be alone anymore. And I'm scared. I'm scared to go to sleep because I feel like I'm just going to wake up falling again. I'm just going to fall. I will never go up into high places ever again in my life. Yes, that is all. Thank you. And thanks to J.L. Knight for being on the show. Get back on track here a little bit, maybe. Thank you so much, Jay, for being on the show. That was fun. Homeschool peeps. I love the homeschool peeps. So many homeschool peeps. Homeschool peeps are good. Uh, again, I am off of college, and that feels good. Are you all done yet? Do you, are you if you're all done with the school year? I hope so, because it's a good feeling. Hang in there, everybody, if you're not done yet. And for those of you who are done with me, let us party. Let us party like there is no tomorrow, but there will be a tomorrow and schools. I mean, this, this next semester is just around the corner. Let's all face it. Anyway, I'm going to go to sleep now, but I hope you all have a lovely day, a lovely Monday or Tuesday, or whatever day of the week you happen to be watching this on. Watching, because this is a podcast and you watch it all the time. Watching podcasts. Yeah, smarts. I have them. Goodbye, everybody. It's time for me to shut up now. <laughs>